You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Yeah tough schedule I'll, I'll say yes because you beat the bears like you should right um so you're not the biggest disaster in the nfc north you're not even close that would be the bears and the vikings you beat the saints who i think are a little overrated but that's a good nfl defense you would have liked to beat atlanta and i was high on atlanta coming into the season but now we've seen desmond ritter and he's an absolute problem for that offense. Like, I think he should have been benched weeks ago for Heineke. I really legitimately think he should have been benched in that Green Bay game. They wanted to spite him. Um, so, yeah, I would take it, but I would still be kind of pissed because the reason that you lost that game and the reason that you lost the game against Detroit is still because you can't tackle, you can't stop the run, right? Like, you're still, like, last right. season you were dead last DVOA against the run, and, you know, we got to hear the same stuff. Joe Barry saying, well, we can, we will fix this. It's like, I don't know, man, because we got a big enough sample size where I don't think you can. So as far as the record two and two and the overall like statistics for Jordan Love, I would take all of that. But, uh, you know, like when you go back and you really think about it, it would really be nice to be three and one because you should have beat Atlanta. And if you're three yeah, right. and one, yes, you know what I mean? You're right. You're right there with Detroit atop the NFC North. They have the tiebreaker, but so yeah, two and two sounds great. It's just damn that one sucks because they're not what I thought they were. And, you know, if if you're on the outside looking in and you're not a Packer fan and you're listening to Curt and Long, you're going, yeah, but y'all got lucky in the Saints game because the kid missed the field goal. So really, I mean, you could argue as much as they could be three and one, they could very easily be one and three, and the Saints make that field goal at the end of that game, uh, and then there's not nearly as much positivity around this team if they're one and three. I know it's only a one win difference. But two and two versus one and three is a huge difference as far as how people look at you uh, as a team, you know, going into week five uh, and into the rest of the regular season. Right now, you tell me what you think. I think this locker room is buying into Jordan Love. I I think he's shown enough to where this locker room is like, yeah, his kid's legit. Like, we're good. We're okay. Uh, I I don't know necessarily if that is being said in New York about Zach Wilson. I don't think they're buying in that Zach Wilson is the guy that's going to lead them the rest of the year and they can win games. I do think this locker room believes Jordan Love can win them games uh, and put them in a position to be pretty good by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and that's kind of what you wanted this season, right? Is you right. just wanted to see is Jordan Love that guy because I don't really have uh, big expectations for this team. That's why this year to me just kind of is what it is. I mean, like, I'm not really getting bent out of shape. Um, the wins are nice, but I just every year as a fan, usually like I, I thought this team would have a shot to win a Super Bowl. And this team, 
I just I can't make the case. For well, them. no, there was no Super Bowl or boss coming in with the first year starter. Like, like I'm more into like what the Bills are up to right now and what the Chiefs are up to right now. Like the Packers, to me, it's kind of again, it's not disappointing. It's just just two years ago we were watching Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and now we're watching Devontae Adams and in, in, in Vegas. I don't know. I mean, so this year it's yeah, it's just like who could play and who can't, and so far so good. I'd say. Let's talk about Tom Clemens' comments about Jordan Love, shall we? Uh, yeah. Tom Clemens, the Packers quarterback coach, said Jordan Love is, quote, an accurate passer, end quote, despite the completion percentage. Quote, we like to have a higher completion percentage, but there's a lot of things that factor into that. Sometimes you're throwing the ball away. Sometimes you drop the ball along the way, uh, end quote. And this comes from Ryan Wood's Twitter account the other day when Tom Clemens talked on Monday. Would you agree that he's an accurate passer when Jordan Love threw four games? Yeah. Yeah. I would say he is, you know, like the problem has been the drops and also, I mean, it's, uh, this is the other thing where I want, I need a bigger sample size because I'm just starting to see Jordan love now with this full complement of weapons. Like I didn't really get to see Jordan love with Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, but you still didn't see really with Aaron Jones to be a (laughs) fair. Right. And that's the other thing. Like I haven't really loved the play calling. So when Jordan loves look bad, I haven't really fully blamed it on Jordan Love, but yeah, he's been more accurate than I than I thought for sure. Yeah, the deep ball's got to get better. Obviously, he's missed some throws downfield where he's had guys uh, and has overthrown guys. Um, so obviously, that has to improve. But I, I would say, in large part, when he misses or they have incompletions, either it bounces off the receiver's hands or the DB just simply puts his hand in at the last second when it's headed straight for the receiver's hands, um, and it's it's deflected away. Like I, I don't feel like he's been off target uh, necessarily a ton. Tom Clemens continues on Jordan Love. Quote, you always anticipate what a player is going to do when he becomes a full-time starter. He's confirmed our thoughts. He's a good player. End quote, Tom Clemens. Ryan Horvath, back to you. Four games in. Has Jordan Love done more, less, or about the same of what you thought he would be coming into the season? About the same, I would say. Um, Now, like, I didn't know... Like as far as like stats and as far as you know expectations, I'd say yeah, just kind of like what I expected from Jordan Love. This is I, I would have been surprised if he was putting up like Patrick Mahomes type numbers. Uh, yeah, everything kind of like looks about right to me. This is kind of what I thought that he would be. Now the other part of this, I think, when you talk about if it's Aaron Rodgers, if it's Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert, whoever you want to say, we always talk about red zone efficiency. How good? is your team in the red zone at scoring touchdowns uh, or even getting points at this point versus uh, something else. Packers rank fourth in red zone success. This comes from Paul Brettel. And red zone success rate, scoring a touchdown nearly 70% of the time that they've been in the red zone so far this year. Even more impressive is that they've done this with a struggling running game. Adam Stenovich, who people forget is the actual offensive coordinator, former offensive line coach, said on the red zone, quote, a lot of it starts with running the ball. That's always the number one thing in the red zone that you want to try and do. But I think we've had some pretty good plans and able to attack defenses. Then our guys having the right mentality. You get the ball, you get vertical, and you go score. That's the biggest thing. There have been some things we have to clean up down there, but that's been a pretty good spot for us so far. Is it more impressive to you, Ryan Horvath, that they're at a 70% clip scoring touchdowns in the red zone, considering, like has been pointed out, they really haven't run the ball well. Yeah, it is. Because, I mean, that's and that's been the biggest disappointment for me with this offense is they just can't get the run going, right? And a lot of that has to do with you have a beat-up offensive line right now. Obviously, David Bakhtiari is going to miss the rest of the year. Elton Jenkins is ding. But 
And you haven't had a healthy Aaron Jones. And even when he has been healthy, you haven't really featured him for whatever reason you've been featuring AJ Dillon. So yeah, I mean, I would say so. And especially because also you have the youngest wide receiver room in the league, your tight end Musgrave. He's really young. And plus he went into the concussion protocol last game and the play calling hasn't been great. You know, the first couple of weeks, actually, I thought LaFleur was really creative. I don't know what last week was, but yeah, that's been a awesome. big surprise for me, actually, especially with a young quarterback. 